This is an Ion Annapolis bonus podcast. Well, we are up here on the 10th floor of the Nancy Grasnick Building with Dr. James Fielder, who is the Secretary of the Maryland Higher Education Commission. Again, how are you? Great. Good morning. It's good to see you again. You know, we jumped up here real quickly because yesterday Governor Hogan had what I feel is an incredible announcement coming off of an incredible promotion with the lottery where they were taking some of the federal funds and encouraging people to get vaccinated. And the lottery was giving out $40,000 a week for, you know, all throughout pretty much the spring, I guess it was, with a, a $400,000 on, on the, the last 4th one. of July. Yes. Um, which is absolutely life-changing for the recipients on there. And there was nothing to do. I guess you heard that that was a success. And you said, hey, I want a bit of it, too, because you guys do all sorts of life-changing things, too, as well as far as higher education for the students of Maryland and the children of Maryland. And with vaccines being available now for children's ages 12 through 17, that's sort of been the, the gap as far as the COVID thing, as far as getting the adults we know about and we can do that, but the kids. And you guys have launched this new VaxU program, right? Yes, exactly. It's an exciting program. The general gist of this is that if you are 12 to 17 and you are vaccinated, you're entered. Correct. And you live in Maryland. Correct. What they're going to be doing is giving away a $50,000 scholarship. Am I right on this? Yes, that's For the correct. next eight weeks? Yes, it's correct. And what it is, is a prepaid scholarship or an investment fund, depending on the age so for the 12 to 14 year olds, it locks in the present tuition fee rate, and then that money matures. So the way that it happens is a random number generator that was used for the, the last health Department of Health promotion will be the same instrument that's used. Mm-hmm. So everything is randomized, and it selects an individual. Once the health department confirms that the individual is interested, then they handed over to MHEC to follow, and then we create an investment. So we hold the investment instead of the individual, the individual student or 12 to 17-year-old, so there's no tax consequences. Because then as, as the state entity, then we hold that in, as an investment. So when they're ready to go, hopefully to an in-state institution, that will pay for their, their full ride tuition and fees for four years. And is that is that why we went with the fifty thousand dollars? Because that is essentially, you know, for tuition and fees yes. for four years. Yes, that's the estimated by the five twenty nine program, which is a state program. As you know, anyone in the state can in, invest those funds now, so that their offspring or relatives will be able to have the money invested for future going to college. You know, fifty thousand dollars—that's that is life changing. Oh, it is life changing. I mean, there we we deal with situations with family members when the parents explain that they have two or three children in college at a time, and you you and I could know been, you been there, done just, that. Yes, I think if I remember, you had said that and been there, done that. It's like that rubber band. How far will I go? How for much longer will it stretch before it does what? And so this is a, it's a way to do two things. One, to encourage access and success for students in higher education throughout the state. The in-state colleges and universities are phenomenal in terms of the breadth of academic programs and their attention to supporting the students to help them succeed. 
I, I will attest to that too. My son is a proud graduate of Towson and oh, he's excellent. working for the university system now and just doing absolutely stellarly. Excellent. And so I'm congratulations. Uh, and you know, I, I'm also a very big proponent of the community college system here yes. in Maryland. Now, does this apply to strictly a four-year school? Or it can, can be used for two-year and then transfer to a four-year if the student elects to do that. And then we work with the student. As I said, MHEC holds the, the money uh, until the individual actually does the enrollment and then transfers it to whatever institution it is. And it can be used at a two-year to transfer to a four-year. Okay, cause I and it can be used for graduate. Okay. Um, well, I know I know my son didn't know what he wanted to do out of high school, so we we decided to go the community college route for the first couple of years. Good, and he really got his act together and figured it out. Did transfer, and so this Good. is something that for somebody in that type of a situation, this is this is a perfect tool for them as well. Yeah, and and then recently, as you know, two years ago, now three years ago, the state legislature, supported by the governor, passed the Promise Scholarship, which does the same thing for those students that want to go to a community college the first two years will pay up to five thousand dollars the state will pay that if the student qualifies sure sure you mentioned that the 12 to 14 would go into a prepaid college trust that you guys hold on to the pile of money yes um up until the till the need and then the maryland investment plan for the older yes what's the difference between the two things uh, well, I'll, I'll give you with the sheet of information. There's a lots of uh, frequently asked questions, and that's one of the ones that we expect to get a lot. Okay. Well, now, before I interrupt you here, but you can go to mhec.maryland.gov is the main page, and that's got a ton of information. If you are considering college at some point in your life or your children's life, that's one of the must-go-to places. But there's a big banner I know on the homepage talking about you. Yes, Yes, and, and that went live uh, simultaneously as the governor was delivering the press conference. Right. So what is the difference between the trust and the investment plan? The one locks in, for the 12 to 14-year-olds, locks in present-day tuition and fees and in, invests that money so at the time it's ready. Now, for the 15 to 17, they don't have as long a runway before they may go to college and may graduate even early from high school. And choose to go. So that's there's several options, but it's also a set aside trust growth account with T. Rowe Price. It's everything is administered on that side through the 529 program, which has been existing for years. Right. Yeah. The easiest way to say it: the Maryland 529 College Investment Plans provides a tax deferred investment account, allowing the account holder to choose from a variety of investment options managed by T. Rowe Price. Are there any catches on this? I mean, if, suppose I, that, you know, I am a, uh, you know, a Bill Gates type of a person. I get, you know, three years for the University of Maryland. I say, you know, I'm going to start my own company and I, I, I forge out on my own and I don't finish it up. I mean, is there any ramifications if I were a winner to do that? I mean, there's no, no payback it, or anything. No, you just... winners can choose not to even receive. Okay. So, and we've got it set up. So, as, as you know, in each drawing, there's going to be a couple winners and some alternates. So, when the health department contacts the individual or the individual's, you know, custodial guardian or parent, they may decline. Some people may. And then we move from that person to the alternate. And in the, if your question has to do if, if I don't spend all the money that was set aside for me, what happens to it? Well, it returns to the state. Because okay. the state still holds it. Sure. Because the money is spent as needed for the college. 
Okay, so in the most simplest terms, I mean, the University of Maryland would send you a bill for me to go to school, and you pay the bill. Right. That's um, the easy way to think of it, yes. No tax consequences if and we if do I, it that if I way. Don't, if I don't go to school, then I don't get, you know, you don't get the bill, and they don't, you know, exactly. go from there. Yeah, you don't get the new Mustang. No. Okay. Well, the scholarships, as you know, we have 26 different programs here at an MHEC with $120 million annually that goes through here to 67 plus thousand students and those tuition and scholarships range from covering everything to having specific scholarships that will only cover tuition or fees or and then at each institution some of them have set up scholarships for additional coverage of food you know, housing, transportation, and that's up to each institution that has some of their own local foundations. Well, I think we've, we've discussed in the past that the biggest misnomer, I think, for being a parent is when people put the fear of God into you about how the heck are you going to pay for college education for your kids. And I remember for years and years and years with my three kids, that was something in the back of my mind is like, oh, my gosh, how am I going to be able to do this? Uh, I'm not saying it's easy. I mean, I did not you know, find a big old pot of gold and cash it in and, you know, hit, hit any kind of a lottery to do this. But you find a way to do it. And there are so many different resources. And MHEC has quite a few of them. I know the library, public libraries have databases into, yes. you know, you, you, you can find, you know, Irishmen with red hair and oversized 12-foot <laughs> shoes. I, I remember reading a story about a guy, a, a candy company, I think it may have been Mars or something, that had some kind of a crazy $50,000 scholarship for an essay on why you love Mars candy bars. And this kid found it and wrote it, and they're like, we haven't had anybody do this in 30 years. Oh, that's neat. And I was like, great, here's your check. And, yeah. you know, so there's plenty of ways to do it. And you guys offer so many tools and so many opportunities for students of Maryland to do it. Our specialists that work in the Office of Financial Student Assistance are truly specialists. They really do get to know the individual students and try to help them in terms of understanding what their needs are um, because there's a wide variety of of needs. We have international students. We have scholarships for homeless, for foster children, for veterans, for uh, EMT, for you name it, teachers, nurses. Physicians, physicians' assistants, um, and plus tax credits. And there's there's a number of opportunities too that if you stay in Maryland and you know get back in Maryland as a career, as well that yes, there is that you're able to do that as well. And there's probably a, a fancy education term for that. That <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. There probably that, is. But you know this 12 to 17 is a is a sort of a sweet spot because we they've recently just been opened up as far as vaccination. I say recently, probably a couple months now um, to get it. And Maryland is pretty high on the list. I mean, right now, I think we've got about 50% of our 12 to 17 year old population that is vaccinated with one shot or more. And uh, we're trying to get, I guess, to the magical 70% is or 100% is where we want to go. Yeah, well, 100%, needless to say, any time that percentage increases the chance of exposure and, and risk of being infected decreases. So the higher we can get the percentage vaccinated, the better we are, you know, and you know, and I were talking briefly at the state is for adults at 75.2%. Mm-hmm. And some of the statistics that have come out in the last two days in June in the state of Maryland, a hundred percent of the fatalities were linked directly to unvaccinated individuals. 
93% of those hospitalized with COVID were unvaccinated. So it's it's real. That's some pretty sobering statistics. It really is. I mean, you really are if you're, you know, if you're a gambler, as they say, you know. Casino's you lo- been having a bit banner year, so. <laughs> yeah, when you say 100%, that's pretty certain. Yeah. That you ought to get vaccinated. Well, how does this notification work? I mean, again, this gets a not. Okay, so when I went and got my vaccine, they got my name and date of birth and everything else. And they reported that to the Maryland Department of Health, which then in turn reported it back down to the county level. So the county knows where they are. And I imagine it's the same type of a thing. Exactly. Uh, The actual, it's called Immunet. And it's a software um, support system that uses. So as you already described, you, your family members go in to get vaccinated, you register your name, your address, all those pertinent information for tracking the vaccine. Anyone who's in that 12 to 17 is already in Immunet if they've been vaccinated. And that's the tool that's used by the Department of Health to randomize and to use the uh, random number generator to produce the winners. Okay, so basically they're querying 12 to 17-year-olds. Correct. Giving them some kind of a random number, shaking up the basket and pulling a couple. In Maryland, those that are in in Maryland. And and even if we have Marylanders, as you know, we have a lot of federal facilities here. If someone, even the 12 to 17-year-olds, receives their vaccination on the federal facility, the federal government has not shared the information on who was vaccinated. So they're exempt from this. So it has to be, you know, a Maryland. In the Maryland. So that would be, you know, your giants, your pharmacies, your maybe your your own doctor that's doing them now. Correct. Or, or, or vaccination max, max sites or all those things. So that's um, where it is. And it is a single shot. If it's a double, if you've got the double shot, you just have to have one shot or, yeah, or it, more. It's a J&J. It's, uh, you know, the for be fully vaccinated. Okay. And then as soon as you get in it, you're you're in. Yeah, you're in automatically as soon as you get vaccinated. Those that were already vaccinated before this was announced are in. So it makes sense that if I'm not vaccinated right now to get vaccinated to do it before the 12th. Yeah, because you have a greater chance the number of drawings, you know, to be chosen for a scholarship. Do you think that it would have been and I don't know whether it would have been, but more, I mean, 50,000 I've said it a couple times is life-changing. Uh, to give somebody an education, I would also think that twenty five thousand dollars would be pretty life changing too. Um, I, there- I, I think that's that's a good way to say it. And the word we've thought about is legacy. What creates a legacy for an individual? Education creates that. It's something that can't be taken away from the individual. You can have fifty thousand dollars and buy a brand new fancy car. No, you can't. There. And, well, that's true. You can't anymore. I'm sorry. I withdraw that statement. Uh, or wreck the car and it's gone. But your education, you have to rely on throughout your life. That was the thought behind the 50000 It was just like, let's... Yes. And it there, was the estimate for five, on the 529. They, they do the analytical work on this. And they determined that that was the number that covers the four-year public institutions. And that's why we went with that number. The sooner you get the shot, the better off you are. And it does get underway on the 12th of July, which is next week. Next Monday, yep. Now, how is this going to be publicly drawn, or is this sort of done behind the scenes? It's going to be followed the same as was done with the um, health departments, the same way. Okay. And if you have a child between 12 and 17 and you get some kind of a random text 
Yes. Uh, or a random phone call from like the Maryland Department of Health or some, open it. Listen to it. Yeah. yeah. Listen to it. I know that you've told us in the past that there have been grants and awards that have gone unused. Yes. Because people don't reply to the emails or, or everything like that. So get this. And I remember uh, they just did the $400,000 winner for the 4th of July with the lottery. And I, I know he said that it was okay. So I made like four or five different phone calls before I even thought about answering this because this has to be a bunch of BS. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I mean, how many calls do you get at home saying that you've won the whatever lottery, the Irish lottery or? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm betting on my car warranty is expiring. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. If you do get a text and they do have your cell phone numbers, if they have it, they do have your phone numbers through the Department of Health when you did register to get a yes, vaccine. Exactly. Uh, an- answer that. Um, I know way back when, when COVID was really running rampant, that that was the call. Answer that phone call. That means that you've been, that's a contact tracer. You may have been exposed and you want to make sure you look after it. This time, thankfully, we're a little bit over that hump as far as the spread of COVID goes. Um, But this is a phone call that very literally will change your life if you're one of the ones that are selected on this. Yes, it certainly can. And we've got great schools here. I mean, there's no... schools. The rankings of U.S. News and World Report continue to show Maryland, you know, peaking right now in some of our schools in the top 10, which is excellent. Some of us institutions... Although I'm still not sure what a a terrapin is. I mean, it's a fancy name for turtle, but I mean, it's, uh, you know... Testudo it's a, yeah. is the name for that's that's right. I saw I saw him in your pre, at your press conference. Governor Hogan had a big faux pas yesterday when he didn't didn't introduce him. <laughs> that's true, <laughs> but he got introduced. He was on the stage <laughs> at the end. This is this is great. Get your vaccine. Uh, this is for adults and children, and I imagine that you know for. I say children, but the 12 to 17-year-olds, uh, if they haven't been vaccinated, I mean, I, I find in my own friend circle, there are families that are, oh, yeah, let's get vaccinated. And as soon as that opened up for the under 18 crowd, they were like, okay, we're getting the kids into the under 18. And I've got right. friends that are like, I can't wait till they cut it down to four so I can get my eight-year-old vaccinated. Um, so, and But then you've got others that are, yeah, no, I'm not into it. Uh, so I imagine that this probably has a little bit of a side effect in that if there's some incentive because, hey, we may win a full ride to a Maryland university or, you know, and let's get the rest of the family vaccinated. I mean, it's the, I think the, the statistics prove it out. I mean, this, not only do the statistics prove it out, but when you're talking about potentially changing these individuals future for one of money if they're not able to go to college and this allows them to plan as a 13-year-old or 12-year-old where they're going to go to college and what they're going to do. That's life-changing. So this it's an exciting program in terms of not only encouraging vaccination, but encouraging people to follow their dreams. So it's, that's, it's all lumped together. There's no reason you shouldn't follow your dreams. And here's another reason why um, it makes it a little bit easier to do. It gets underway on the 12th of July. Uh, the sooner you get vaccinated, the more drawings you're entered into. They're going to be doing two a week through Labor Day. And then I guess Labor Day or maybe the day after, um, they'll draw four of them. Yes. Which will be a, uh, that's like 200 grand right there yes. that you're giving away. I'm glad I don't have to write that tuition check. Yeah, there you go. Well, I can guarantee you when the day that my son had a full-time job and the tuition payments stopped, 
was a, certainly a delight for my wife and I, <laughs> the and, as well as for our son. Yes, <laughs> it really was. It was. It's wonderful. And, you know, I, again, I, I will sing the praises of Maryland schools. I mean, this, you know, all of my kids have uh, wonderful success. My son is absolutely thriving. And, uh, you know, I do I do owe it to on the lower end, the public schools of Maryland, yes. as well as the, uh, you know, for my son's instance, the community college, as well as uh, Towson. So and you guys. Well, have- in, and unlike some states, um, higher education in the state of Maryland really works closely, hand in glove, as some would say, or interlocked, or whatever analogy you want to use, with K-12 system, the MSD, the Maryland State Department of Education. And I just recently met last week our new superintendent, and he's an innovator. It's going to be really good. We're looking forward to strengthening that partnership we already have. So as an example, the dual enrollment is up 500% in the last five years. Dual enrollment means a student in high school can finish an associate's degree at the same time they graduate from high school. So they just compressed the cost sure. and time for them to get a four-year or two-year degree. And, and there's plenty of other opportunities. I know Salisbury, I, I, pretty much every school does where you can get a master's uh, just for you know taking an extra like year and a half after, right. after a bachelor's and, and pick that up. So you can really compress it. I know when I went to school, I got on the five-year plan up in Philadelphia, and it was just a whole other year. It was the tuition and everything else. Yeah, and for those that have to bear the burden of borrowing money for that, that extra time that you've extended, Think about the dual enrollment. Think about their early college and things that we're doing that are very innovative. So Maryland is really leading the nation on some of these innovative ways to look at higher education so that we move individuals as a pathway into whatever their career choice may be. And our economy is strong. Our unemployment is down. And as you know, the medium income is high, so it's a good place to attract college grads. We are in a good place. And to talk to your cooperation with the uh, K-12 to group, I mean, you guys share a building. Yeah, we sure do. And I, I like to say we're higher ed, which means we're on the top floor. Top floor. And they have the rest of the building. <laughs> <laughs> although although I did notice that the new superintendent does not have his picture in the lobby just yet. Not I'm, yet. Not That'll yet. be cured so- shortly, I'm sure. <laughs> Dr. Jim Fielder, Secretary of the Maryland Higher Education Commission, as always, it's a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for really pushing for this program. I think this is uh, a great program, a great opportunity for those to potentially have their life changed. And I'm so excited to see 20 people. Yes. It's, well, Governor Hogan's leadership has been phenomenal through this pandemic. And this is another example. This was an idea that came out of the governor's office and said, let's do this. Can we do it? And then the answer is, yes, we can do it. Well, how fast can we do it? Let's put it together. Let's work through all the details and get it out there. Right. And one other thing, too, also, is that if you do receive this, you don't have to be public. I mean, they're not. you don't need to be paraded around. You remain anonymous. Maybe the, I think it states in the rules that the county or city that you're from may be used, but everything else remains anonymous if you choose. Right. So that's, uh, that's, always, that's always a good thing. I know that it was funny when I was looking at the results of the lottery promotion. It was like, I thought they Gave away more than that, then I was like, oh, that's right. There's a lot of people that are like, yeah, I don't need, I, I don't, I don't need the guys know. down at the local pub to know that I've got four. 
Yes, you know? yeah, the third cousin that you've never met or whatever. Yes, I've heard those stories. They, they all come out. Dr. Fielder, thank you very much for inviting me into your office up here in Baltimore at the Nancy Grasmick Building. I appreciate your time. As always, congratulations on what MHEC has done over the years, but also uh, certainly with this VACSU, and it's a well, thank fantastic you. program. This is a very important program, and I use the word important, and then I couple it with urgent. And because of the need and the spread of the, the Delta virus, it is urgent. So important and urgent rises to the level of let's get this done now. We've got to Labor Day to do it. MHEC.Maryland.gov is the website, and that's M-H-E-C for Maryland Higher Education Commission. does have a big banner on the front. It says VaxU Scholarship Program. Check it out. It's got the facts there. Go get vaccinated. Get in the system if you're not. And let's send 20 people on a full ride. Great. Thank you very much. This has been a bonus podcast from Ion Annapolis. Please visit us at ionanapolis.net. Follow us on Facebook at All Annapolis and on Twitter at Ion Annapolis. And if you haven't subscribed to the Daily News Brief podcast, go for it. And all of your local news will be delivered to your phone, tablet, or smart device by 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday.